You're listening to the Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it. Hello and welcome to the Big Reviewski with Chicago Town Pizza. My name is Owen, there's Rory, and today we're talking about. One of, I think it's one of my favourite films I've seen in the past few years. Roy, you've oh, well. seen it as well. It's a brand new Irish film called Herself. Yeah, uh, and uh, today, Owen, 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 are you yeah. listening? Are you listening? Uh, well, I'm try- yeah, I'm trying to pay attention. Okay, <laughs> what do you great. want? Today, Owen, I understand the tables have been turned. Oh, God. The, the turntables have happened. <laughs> because normally we come on here and you're like, Rory... Tell us the things. Tell us all about the things that you've done. But today, that's your job. You have to tell us the things. Yeah, normally I hate doing research, as you know. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, I'm just going to ask you, just tell me something about the person you were talking to. And yeah. then I can go get on with the rest of my life. But uh, I actually had to go and do work for this. Uh, so, no, today we will be chatting to Claire Don, the Irish star and writer of a brand new film called Herself. As you say brand new, <laughs> it's yeah, actually... We, we've it, seen this a while ago. Yeah, this is uh, was due to be released last year, but obviously due to the stupid pandemic, um, was unfortunately delayed and then delayed again. And since then, it's actually gone on to win uh, awards all around the world, uh, including IFTA as well. So uh, massive congratulations to everybody involved. I know you previously... Uh, chatted to Conleth Hill, yep. uh, one of the other stars of the film. Uh, people would know him from Game of Thrones as well. And I chatted to Harriet Walter, who people might know from Succession. So we thought, you know, the press is all done and dusted for this, but it's finally now getting released in Irish cinemas on the 10th of September. And it deserves it as well, I feel, oh, because yeah. uh, it's just such a, a, an excellent film. And Claire is... So lovely to chat to. Managed to catch up with her recently um, to talk about how what it's like to kind of reappreciate a film, especially after the kind of the journey that this particular one has gone on, and whether you know, obviously, the events of the past like twelve to eighteen months have kind of affected how she looks at it. So, some really interesting conversation uh, around that, and then also some other very fun stuff around a brand new RTE crime drama that she's going to be involved with called Kin. Uh, I know we had the trailer up on Joe.e. You can go and see that first bit of footage there. And it was just an absolutely nuts reaction to it. Um, Whatever it is, Irish audiences are just obsessed with that kind of TV show. Uh, We absolutely love them. And then finally, uh, I remember, I don't know about you, Rory, but watching uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, Claire Don popped up on screen in that movie without realizing. I mean, not that I, you know, pay attention to every single detail of her life and where <laughs> she's going and what she's doing, but I was surprised to see her pop up alongside Jake Gyllenhaal in that film. So we have a wee chat about that and the madness of actually getting uh, a Marvel call up, which uh, I'd say is is pretty special for an actor. But Roy, you, you'd recommend this one as well, anyway. Oh yeah, like I think it it would make it maybe a depressing, but appropriate pairing with Rosie. Do you remember that movie that came out about yeah, two yeah. or three years ago? Which was also about the the housing crisis in Ireland. Um, uh, whereas that one was kind of really getting down into the, the grit and grime of the realism of that situation for a family. This one takes a slightly more optimistic approach and actually trying to give audiences a potential 
way out of the situation, which was which was nice to see. It is still like there, at times in this, it's very funny. At times in this, you will be like proper lump in the throat, like oh my emotions are happening all at once. Um, and Claire's fantastic in it as well as is Conlith, as is uh, Harriet. Like it's it's a very very good, uh, powerful and uh, important Irish film. Definitely. And I meant to say, it's actually directed by Phyllida Lloyd, who, like, it's brilliant to see her getting involved in the project with this because she's previously worked on The Iron Lady uh, with Meryl Streep. But mm. one of my favorite films of all time, Mamma Mia as well, which is just the most feel-good uh, film in the world. And as, Rui, as you were saying, um, yeah, this is a proper roller coaster because if even you were getting a lump in your throat, yeah. you can imagine what kind of state I was in watching this thing just bawling my eyes out basically but in a very very good way as well so uh sit back relax this is my chat with the writer and star of excellent brand new irish film herself this is claire dunn what you call that again i already told you love i was in god's pocket and he said if i have to find you i'm just gonna have to give you a little mark because there's loads of sandras in dublin <laughs> We can't go on being this far from the school. Just keep telling yourself it's temporary. Yeah, Dad! What are we doing, Sandra? I think this is good for the girls. Ah! I'm dead as... I want to fix it, you know? You know, however much you may want to, there are some people who you just can't. Good morning, Claire. It's lovely to chat to you today. How are you? I'm good, yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, it seems like we're still doing Zoom conversations. Hopefully, we'll be at the end of those uh, relatively soon. But it's lovely to meet you. I've actually been dying to chat to you since I saw herself uh, probably about 15 years ago. Now at this stage, it feels like in in my memory. But um, congratulations is what I wanted to say because I absolutely loved it at the time, and I can actually call it the uh, IFTA award winning herself now so we wouldn't have been able to have that conversation this time last year so congrats on all the awards and everything as well uh, thanks very much thank you <laughs> so where, where where are you today then where do we find you i'm living in sea point at the minute and um, so really really like loving it because i'm beside the sea so uh that's it yeah i'm just writing working on a couple of projects and doing the massive load of press for this and kane at the minute so yeah <laughs> pretty busy pretty busy I can imagine you're probably getting a, a sense of deja vu because this isn't the first time you've embarked on loads of press, as as you were saying, for herself. So, um, like, what's what's it like coming back to something that you feel like is have we not done this already? <laughs> it's actually good. Like, I mean, it's it's fine. Like, it was such a roller coaster anyway the whole year for everybody, and I just feel so lucky that like we're gonna go ahead now and release the film finally and um, but actually in in terms of uh it being released now as opposed to last year i think um i think weirdly there's some themes in the film that might really resonate with people after what we've just been through for the last 18 months obviously there's like this is a story about a woman who's building a house for herself and community forms around her so there is a lot of that kind of feeling of like what's what's a good community what does that feel like and how much do we actually reach out to each other uh in the world and i philida has a great question that that came to mind from watching the film she was like it made me think about what does it mean to be a good neighbor 
And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, because I think we all feel so connected on things like these um, and we can connect to anything. But just like the physical world that surrounds you right now, like, do you know your neighbours? Uh, do you know they're doing OK? Do you like, do you know, if they're old, young, infirm, whatever it is. But like it just made you th- I think there's a heightened awareness about what's around, you know, in your near vicinity, because back when we only had two kilometres or whatever it was, it just really hit home like who is my community? Who's around me? So I hope that people kind of get a bit of resonance with that. And also just the aspect of the film being about Sandra transforming her life. And she's going from this old life to a new life. She's literally almost going from this older world and trying to build a new world, build this little mini universe in the house for her new life with her kids and as more of a single parent or a sharing parent, co-parent thing. And I think like that kind of journey about like the way things were and then how do we do it now? And like asking ourselves questions about like, well, what is the new normal now? Because we actually had a lot of time to reflect and lots of things have happened. Um, And I think there's just aspects to the film that I think people might really connect to now and considering all that we've been through. Also, let's not forget the huge awareness about domestic violence and the the rising numbers of people calling helplines over the pandemic, um, which like some people view as a negative thing. But actually, I attended like an online women's aid thing there a few months ago that was, uh, you know, just like talking about the statistics and everything. And, And they were actually saying in a weird way, uh, because the pandemic forced people to stay at home much more, etc., and kind of limited you, it meant probably a lot of people that were in a situation that they possibly were telling themselves was okay. It came to light for them that it wasn't. So even though the numbers rose and re- in ringing those helplines, seems like God, there's a lot of people going through this. Now we're aware of those people going through it. So you, you, we did, we didn't have the awareness, and so she was kind of like it was funny because she was like I know the papers are kind of pushing out the headlines like there was a huge rise in the numbers but there was also a huge rise in people reaching out and and doing what Sandra does reaching out and asking for help to get out of the situation so I think there's two ways to look at it yeah and I suppose that's the power of uh, a film whenever you're creating it and you're making it and maybe you're not I mean, obviously you couldn't plan for an actual pandemic. You didn't know that that's going to shed a whole new light on, on what you've made. But the power of the film that, that you know, as time passes by and as world events happen and local events happen, that people find and take more out of it uh, as well. So I, I personally, as I said, I loved it when I saw it uh, first time around and it has stuck with me uh, as well, mainly because I've been trying to build a lot of Lego during lockdown. So fair play for building an actual house, um, which is, you know, slightly, slightly more difficult. But um, yeah, I can't wait to see it again. So it is being re-released, obviously, in, in Irish cinemas and cinemas in the UK as well. And is this a moment, is this something you've always wanted for? And you're like, I just I just want to see it up there with people. Uh, now, obviously, uh, like slightly fewer crowds, but people seeing it on the big screen the way you had originally planned for yeah, it. Yeah, no, I really do. I really do. Like, I, I didn't write a film to be just shown on TV. I think, like, let's not forget the magic of cinema, but, cinema, but also the thing of when you're with other people watching something and you're all in this, like, dark space just being immersed in this thing that uses all the art forms that we know of and it's like there's something really special to that like and I I, like I I think 
I think we can all agree that we slightly miss the odd gathering. Maybe we don't want to go with two as many or two as many that are hugely populated. But I think with this, it's like we could find a balance. Like, look, there's going to be a limited capacity in the cinema anyway. You're going to be safe and everything. So I feel like I just love people to enjoy being immersed in it because there's a huge like score to it and music. And there was so much in this that is about like something redemptive and 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 it's kind of life affirming and it's and it's not like disney this is like mm. about like how do you actually change things for yourself how do you actually get the hands into the muck and get the wood and build the bloody house and all this kind of thing and i when i uh first was just imagining this like you know uh and i'm trying to write it myself years ago i am one of the millennials that can't buy a house I am, we are on this generation where like, is there another answer? And I, I honest to God feel like part of me writing this movie was just a cry inside of me just going like, I just want to write something that says something different about this housing crisis as well. You know, I just want to write something that's a little bit hopeful, but also realistic, like that this can be done. So it's it's yeah, it's a fiction but it's based on huge amounts of research and factual, like it, it, it's something that can actually happen. So I just hope people just go to the cinema and let it like take over them. <laughs> yeah, like cinemas for me feel like one of the safer spaces anyway, you know, in terms of how yeah. well they're, they're kind of managed. And because obviously different people are going to have different perceptions of what they want to do and what they don't want to do. But um, in terms of how they're, they're run uh, from that kind of point of view, uh, I really hope that people do get out and see uh, this film. It must have been amazing, like winning the IFTAs and, you know, obviously different version of the ceremony, but like still getting that buzz of like, holy shit, our name's just been read out and we're we're the winner. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I have a big family and they weren't going to let me away with just sitting at home on the computer. So we ended up going all out and getting a marquee so we could have an outdoor party, like a safe party and all. But like, it was just hilarious when when... <laughs> When they caught out my name, it was just, it was hard for them to hold everything in because I had to do three different, I had to be ready to do three different categories. And this was the third category. So like, if I didn't get this one, it was like, well, we're just going to have a great night anyway. But it was kind of like the tension had built (laughs) the previous categories. And then, um, and it was just amazing actually, because, you know, in a way it was, um, it's the only thank you speech I ever got to do in front of people that I actually know. And um, I, I did one on Zoom for an American festival. At one point, they they gave me an award and it was really lovely and everything. But I did it on my own uh, in the flat that I just moved into at the time for Film and Kin. And it was like boxes everywhere, just me on my own, just giving this thank you speech. <laughs> and I was like, the thing about the IFTA thing was like, I just got to do a big load of thank yous and just go, yay. And it was just lovely. And if I'd been attending the real lift as, you know, my sisters and my family wouldn't have been there. So there was something like, okay, it's not great, but we made something out of it. Uh, so it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing moment. Oh, completely well-deserved and congratulations for that. Now, you did mention Kin there and obviously working for Joe.E. We put up a lot of trailers. We put up the snippet, uh, the sneak peek of that particular show and the audience went nuts for it. Completely bonkers reaction because you would put up 
so many trailers all the time and they get all sorts of reactions but people just seem to love these kind of Irish crime dramas but I was wondering obviously you don't want to give too much away but what can you tell us about uh, who you play because people have seen snippets of Kieran Hines and Aidan Gillen and I presume Aidan Gillen is going to be his lovely warm usual cuddly self oh lovely and cuddly <laughs> I was on the receiving end of many of his cuddles, uh, <laughs> verbally. Um, no, uh, it's it's an amazing series because it's actually, it's this crime drama that's really rooted in it being about family and like loyalty and also the inner journey of people in this world and like how do we ever get to these places where we can commit these acts of violence but then also what are the repercussions how do you actually deal with it and the consequences so it's kind of I remember when I first read the script I was like okay I've never because I get sent scripts all the time and I do self-tapes all the time I've never read a script where I was like oh my god it's like Shakespeare it's like the Sopranos it's like I, I don't know. It's just, it's incredible. And then to actually get the role of the leading lady in it was like, eh, dreams come true. <laughs> but also she's a person that just goes on a massive journey in the, in the series. So in terms of like, just to, for your listeners, Kin is kind of centered on a family uh, called the Kinsella's and Amanda is married into the family. So she's married in with, with one of the, the main family members, one of the brothers, and it's kind of like she's not quite involved in it um, and then ends up kind of involved a little bit. But you kind of I, you can't give anything away because things kind of happen quite fast in the first few episodes. It really like it, it kicks up really fast. And um, but it's an amazing uh, it's an amazing series in terms of how much it, how many buttons it'll hit for people. I really like I would really encourage girls to watch it as well, because this is not your usual, you know, there's the girl who's like just the girlfriend and just like does what she's told or there's the the gang mammy character that's you know just sitting there smoking in the kitchen not really having any effect this is like everybody has their own journey every character even people on the periphery of the family like it's a big ensemble and everyone goes on their own big journey so i really encourage people to watch it and, and and get involved excellent excellent uh last but not least i didn't realize you were starring in a marvel film until i was sitting at home watching the spider-man movie <laughs> and i was doing like that leonardo dicaprio movie i was like pointing at the screen when i saw you so now that you maybe actually can talk about it uh you know you signed all those ndas but what is it like, you know, within that Marvel world and getting that call to say that you're actually going to be a member of the MCU? It was amazing. Like, it was really, it was such a rush because actually that job literally fell out of the sky on me. Like, I I had, um, I was in this really funny moment where we were supposed to, have sh- to shoot herself and we couldn't align all the stars and get Harriet available. And anyway, so we thought we were shooting like about five or six months before uh we, we actually shot it right and of course I thought it was going ahead so I turned down a couple of theatre jobs and then I ended up absolutely broke and I was like I can't believe this I have to move back home I was absolutely like I gutted you know I was like I think I'm gonna have to move back home I think I'm gonna have to move out of my flat I just don't, I don't know where's the money come from and I was literally having one of those weeks where you're like why am I an actor and my agent rings me and goes Claire uh, you're in Dublin right now yeah I'm like yeah and he's like okay Okay, this is a bit mad, but you've been offered a role in a Marvel movie with Jake Gyllenhaal 
and um, they need you in London by Sunday night. And I was like, I dropped the phone, actually dropped the phone. And then <laughs> it's just like, what? So Marvel are incredible. So if they like actors, but they just haven't given them a job yet, they, they, they keep their tapes and they keep them in mind for future things. So during the Spider-Man movie, I think they just like created, they were, they were on the go with the writing and they were like writing during filming. So they created this team around uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, but they were like, okay, we just need like really good actors, but like we need them next week. Like, So me and these three other actors from the UK all got hired, flown in or driven in or whatever it was. And it was so last minute, but the writers and directors are amazing. Like you walk on set and they're all over. They're like, how are you, Claire? What's the crack? Come here, I'll tell you what it's all about. Come on, look at the monitor. Here's Jake and Tom. You know, and they just, they're so earthy. They're so funny. They're all about having the crack and just like getting the best out of the scenes. And it was just such a lovely experience. I can't explain it. The food was amazing. <laughs> the accommodation. They obviously have money to burn, but it was like, it was just, uh, sorry, that's my fella, just walk by. Hello. <laughs> basically, uh, it was just incredible. And Tom is an absolute gent. Jake is lovely. And that whole experience was so mad because it was at a moment where I was like, geez, what am I going to do? And it just, uh, and it did, it was one of those stories that I've heard other actors tell. And I was like, oh my God, it happened to me. <laughs> and then I had to just not say anything to anyone. I wasn't allowed to tell anyone. And I was I just had the best time. I had like about eight days on set, even though blinking, you'd miss me in the film, you know, we made loads of material because they just need all the material to work from. And then they decide in the end and the edits, obviously. But I had a great time. It was absolutely fabulous. Amazing. Well, congratulations on that and congratulations again on herself and the best luck with the release of the brand new film. I'm actually going to adapt your Twitter mantra. Sure, look at fuck it, because it seems to have served you well uh, so far. So I'll borrow that. Thank you very much. Uh, Claire, it's been an absolute pleasure and uh, chat to you again soon. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Thanks for chatting to me. The absolutely wonderful Claire Dunn there chatting to me. I'm going to go the absolutely wonderful me. Am I allowed oh. to say that? Is that OK? I mean, I feel you might be biased. Not nope. towards Claire, necessarily. <laughs> she is wonderful, and that's where we end with our agreements on the wonderful scale. Okay. Speaking of ending it, uh, we're going to wrap <laughs> this up right now. I was going to say thank you to Rory, but sack that. Uh, a big thank you to Sound Paul on Sound. Thank you to wonderful Chicago Town Pizza. Sound, is pal, <laughs> Sound Paul on Sound. And wonderful <laughs> Chicago Town Pizza. Let me Everyone this. else is wonderful. This is so insulting. Um, <laughs> you can go and see herself when it is finally uh, and deservedly released in Irish cinemas on the 10th of September. And we will, you know, uh, hopefully we'll see you next time. I, I might be here. I'm, I'm doing that thing where I'm taking off uh, my mic and I'm walking I'll, out. So I know, yeah. Good I, luck. I, I can see it. See yeah. You. Okay. Well, good luck. You've All been right. wonderful. Bye. Oh. Well. You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it. <laughs>